Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Gavel Podcast. I'm Adam. And I'm Christopher. The Gavel Podcast is the official podcast of Sigma Nu Fraternity, and it's a show dedicated to keeping you updated on the operations of the Legion of Honor and connecting you to the stories from our brotherhood. To find out more from the fraternity, you can always check us check out our website uh, at sigmanu.org. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at sigmanuhq or by searching for Sigma Nu Fraternity. Christopher, another day, another episode, or another month, another episode? Yeah, that's true. We're, that's we're, true. we're averaging a little over one a month recently. We've had a couple of bonuses, but uh, anyway. Um, well, we have a, a very special guest um, uh, with us today for, for today's episode. Uh, Christopher, care to introduce our wonderful guest? Yeah, so making his return appearance is Brother Scott Smith, um, our Director of Leadership Development for the Fraternity. Scott, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Um, so for our listeners, uh, we have had Scott on in previous episodes, and so we'd welcome you to to return to those episodes. Scott has been uh, a valuable uh, team member of the podcast to come on and kind of talk about some of the programs and initiatives at the Fraternity uh, and I guess it resources as well that the fraternity produces. Um, and so that is kind of the theme for this particular episode. So we're talking about changes in the lead program. Um, so avid listeners of the podcast will recall that we did an episode uh, last year at the exact, in the exact same month. So in October um, on the lead program. And that, that episode was intended to be a deeper dive, an exploration of the program. What is it? Uh, what's the historic or history of the program? Today is not going to necessarily be that, but we're really talking about the future of the program. Uh, where does lead go from here and, and what does its next evolution look like? So we're excited to have Scott on to talk about that. Uh, we'll, we'll save him from having to go back into his Sigmund story. Uh, we'll kind of cut to the chase a little bit. But uh, Scott, thanks for, uh, for enlightening our listeners on uh, the changes to the program. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely my pleasure. I feel like uh, a big part of, of my job is, you know, demystifying and explaining or educating, uh, you know, our various programs and policies and resources to our constituents, both alumni and, and student and other. Uh, and, and so happy to be here with another opportunity to talk about um, what is the future of, of leadership development and, and kind of member development uh, in Sigma Nu. Scott, but before we uh, dive in on lead, uh, could you just remind uh, any any listeners that uh, might not be as familiar with you uh, what your role is uh, on staff and uh, kind of just you know, what do you do for them? Sure. Uh, so I serve the fraternity as the director of leadership development. That's a role I've been in since two thousand and eight. 
Uh, and I fulfill kind of a, a management function uh, for the fraternity. Uh, so a, a man of many hats, but, but the easiest way to think about it is, you know, the services and the programs that we provide to support our collegiate chapters primarily, and then uh, our alumni volunteers, uh, generally those that, that directly support the, the collegiate chapters. So you know what falls under that um, you know direct support to chapters via uh, our officer resources uh, you know manuals everything that you'll find on the website that tells you how to uh, and makes you better uh, at you know running the operation of a fraternity uh, I also uh, manage our, our uh, consultant program so uh, from the front end of you know recruitment and hiring and then training of our entry level our men in the field uh, and then direct annual kind of ongoing uh, supervision of our, our leadership consultants uh, the, those folks that go out and, and support you know the collegiate chapters that, that are in the living room you know uh, a couple days uh, each term uh, and within that, you know, you've got your uh, director and associate director of chapter services. Uh, I also work with our director of alumni advisory programs, as I mentioned, uh, with our uh, volunteer training and, and support. Uh, and then, you know, really everything that is kind of educational program uh, that we provide. So LEAD, which we're going to talk a, a good bit about today, uh, but some of the more event-based uh, educational programs we do with the Sigma Nu Institute and the Call to Chapters. <clears throat> And, and, you know, other, uh, uh, other initiatives uh, like that. So uh, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but largely that, you know, out-of-house uh, support uh, for uh, running the, the collegiate chapters. Perfect. Um, well, Scott, we, again, we don't want to, to do a deeper dive. We'd welcome, um, you know, folks who are interested in learning more about the LEAD program and its history uh, to go and check out uh, episode 22 uh, from last October. But um, just to kind of briefly set up the conversation we're about to have, can you just describe uh, for our listeners that may be unfamiliar, what is the LEAD program? Um, and, you know, and, and who, like, who does it serve? Like, what does it do? Like that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, you know, thinking uh, uh, broadly or from a foundational level, you know, the fraternity obviously has it, its cardinal principles of, of love and honor and truth. And, you know, our founding dating back to uh, fall of 1868 uh, with the Legion of Honor and, and, you know, an anti-hazing kind of an ethical leadership approach. Sigma Nu comes from a belief uh, or a philosophy that leadership is for everybody. Right, it's not limited to supporting those that are in officer roles or volunteer roles. It's not just about uh, those that come to a specific event. Uh, it's not just about uh, your first, you know, weeks uh, joining uh, the fraternity as as a new member, or you know, uh, just about folks that are developing into uh, leadership roles. Leadership is for everybody. You know, I kind of think about it uh, like muscles. Right, all humans have muscles and you can apply specific techniques and repetition over time and you can build that muscle. All of us have capacity for leadership uh, and if we go through, you know, kind of perfect practice, we can build up those leadership muscles and that leads to being engaged in opportunities to kind of flex those muscles, whether that be as a collegiate chapter officer or somebody that's involved on campus in something like, you know, orientation or student government, things like that. And so the LEAD program is really designed to help folks 
uh, our our members at all stages of their of their collegiate membership, you know, from uh, you know receiving their bid to learning what is fraternity, how do I sigma nu, to uh, the second year of, of membership. Uh, typically, you know, we're talking about uh, uh, second year students in that you know 19, 20 year old. What is going on in my life? How do I you know uh, work best in a group? How do I manage you know conflict? Am I part of a team? What roles do I play, you know, to your third year preparing more for um, uh, practically applying, uh, you know, leadership and ethic uh, concepts uh, in your relationships, in uh, your organizations on campus, in your um, setting out of, you know, kind of what your career journey is going to be. And then in that, that senior year, kind of um, focusing on what legacy will be uh, for you, for the chapter, um, how you're preparing to move into the working world, how you're, you know, maximizing the, the network and mentoring opportunities opportunities that that remain there. So, you know, lead is really a multi-year multi-phase you know ethical leadership uh, uh, program where regardless of where you may be you know uh, joined in the fall or the spring joined in your your second year on campus or your third year or your first right um, whether you hold a position uh, or will hold a position or have held a position or, 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 or that's not you know part of your Sigma new path lead is there to meet you where you are uh, kind of developmentally in your uh, traditional um, trajectory across the the college years, and to help you a build skills, but b have those important conversations and and kind of developmental touchstones that you're not necessarily going to accidentally have, right? Uh, we're trying to give folks, uh, uh, you know, serve as a catalyst to kind of jumpstart uh, and accelerate the, the personal and professional and, and organizational and, and leadership uh, development of our students such that, you know, they are not having to go and spend, you know, hours in the stacks of the library re reading, you know, self-help uh, or, or management uh, philosophy books they are uh, getting really kind of the full college experience in terms of really uh, sucking the most out of what can be, you know, uh, in a fraternity done well, a one-stop organization, right? We provide uh, the, you know, the student governance element and the orientation to school and the academic preparation and the life skill and you know in many cases the housing or the uh, living learning community right uh you know they're, they're getting all of that and, and i think lead and and kind of where we're going lead being a larger umbrella and a, and a family of different uh, uh programs um really helps to uh to make that happen so you know at that that zoom out level you know lead is about um, developing leadership developing ethics for all of our student members across their experience on campus right uh, and so if you if you go back kind of over the years we're, we're actually you know in the the 35th year of the lead program which is is, is kind of crazy to think about you know sigma was very early uh to this uh in in you know uh, exercising this philosophy that leadership is for everybody you know back in 1988 when uh, the fraternity and the foundation you know uh, worked together to, to launch and build an ethical leadership uh, program and then kind of what you've seen 
over time is roughly on you know 10 year anniversaries uh you know an investment and update uh to the program so in 1998 you saw you know a group come together of kind of experts in uh student development and and, and longtime uh volunteers uh, just fraternity and and student members um to envision what you know the lead of the 2000s needed to be and adopting what many of us know now particularly folks that have been you know in uh started their membership from from 2000 forward of this you know multi-phase multi-year uh, program that really focused on you know the cohort that you are in the, the folks that are in the same year uh in, in school as you or join the chapter around a similar time and you're going through uh the same kind of of life markers or changes you're, you're in the same kind of situation in terms of what the ebb and flow of your kind of uh time on campus looks like in terms of you know general education versus uh major coursework work or joining organizations on campus versus leading organizations on campus, right? Uh, and so, you know, that was kind of the version 2.0, if you will, a real reimagining of what LEAD should be and how it would best be used uh, by our students and our chapters. Um, to celebrate 20 years, the fraternity uh, really, uh, I would say, uh, maximized what access to the program could look like uh, in terms of developing you know some on-demand accessible content for uh, folks to um, kind of take charge a little bit of their own learning before they came together in in a lead session you know lead uh, is largely delivered by chapters and it's delivered in an in-person workshop uh, setting but in in 2008 and through the early or uh, mid 2010s you know having this element where you know I could go and and review a, a primer or some deep dive uh, materials and information to um, really learn about the topic so that when we got together as a group we could further explore the topic right taking separating the the teaching learning from the the active uh, or interactive uh, uh, portion of it um, and then it's, you know, we get to, you know, 30 years of the program, taking a look at, you know, where students are, what the the experience for fraternity uh, of the 2020s is going to look like, you know, doing a similar initiative that was undertaken in 98 uh, to bring in some experts, to bring in some folks with some deep experience with this program or programs of its nature, some, some um you know, top tier uh, campus voices in terms of deans of students and vice presidents of student affairs and some leadership and curriculum experts to explore where we should be going and whether, you know, uh, a commitment to being, you know, fully online was appropriate or uh, something that is fully in person or you know, what is kind of the content and those signature experiences that folks need to have as they go through their three and a half to five years, you know, uh, in the chapter uh, as a student member uh, to best position them for uh, success, success, you know, within the chapter, success on campus and success beyond uh, as an alumnus. And so I think that's, that's really, you know, kind of brings us to where we are today and what we want to talk about of, you know, where are we going, right? That work was done uh, as we were uh, hitting the 30th birthday, we're now in in um, you know 35 years of the lead program, and and 
there's been a little bit that has happened in the world and in fraternity uh, since 2018 and today. And so I think that that helps to explain, um, you know, uh, kind of that, that pause that we took and, and where we'll be going next. So I, I, I love that you mentioned, you know, the 30th and, and now, I guess, 35 years worth of lead. Um, you know, th- what that tells me is that, you know, there, there are 35 years worth of members and alumni who have experienced this same, um, you know, th- this same experience, basically, of, of going through lead and lead being a part of the collegiate experience. So, uh, you know, where, how, like, how does that change with lead 4.0? Like, what um, is an alumnus who uh, went through lead, you know, uh, 20 years ago going to recognize it? Or what kind of common threads are there? That's a great, a great question, Adam. You know, so if you go back to the conception of the program, LEAD was uh, generally something that the, the entire chapter did together, right? Um, and you get into the, the changes that were, were made in 1998 and, and carried through uh, really to today. Uh, LEAD has an all-chapter umbrella, something that we all do together, you know, conversations around those most important topics for college students, whether they be in an organization or not, but particularly for uh, men in fraternities around you know personal development and organizational development and risk reduction and, and mental health, um, but is uh, has elements as well that are very focused on what year in school are you right and so what are the things that are happening in your life and and what are the levels at which just developmentally you're ready to explore those right having conversation about values as a, a first year student on campus looks a little different than in your third year right or or exploring ethics in you know as a, a primer introduction maybe uh, as as a freshman versus uh, what ethics in the workplace look like right uh, in your your senior year and so that was a huge change that happened between 90 or 88 and 98. And what we did in 2008, I would say, is more of a redesign, right? We updated the presentation of the program. It got a new look and a feel. We added this participant content that was available for folks, not only before the session, but, you know, folks that couldn't access uh, the in-person. You know, I have a work conflict, or maybe my chapter's not providing uh, that session at that time, or even for alumni, you know, you go back and and access that. And so where we're going, you know, with 4.0, I would say is, is kind of in between those two steps, uh, we are going to do some revolutionary things, but we are not changing the foundations of the program, right? So what I talked about at the start, leadership is for everybody. Lead will continue to have elements that we all go through together. So that all chapter component of, of meeting, you know, kind of monthly uh, from candidate up to, you know, super senior all together, having the same conversation uh, at the same time in the same place. Uh, and it will continue as well to have those cohorts based on year in school. Right, so your candidates will go through a consistent program. Your uh, second year members in the chapter, which are typically second year students, go through the same thing together at the same time. You know, in the same, it's almost like an institute uh, model. Um, same, you know, we're gonna have a we have a track for uh, the third year, we have a track for the fourth year, and they're all you know kind of interconnected and wink and nod at one another uh, as you go through that. Um, what is going to change, though, you know, what will look different is really going to be in 
um, you know, just a, an entire refresh and update of the curriculum across the program right um, the the content that we have been using and that has been in place you know uh, from version 3.0 in 2008 and we did a kind of a half step update refresh you know all the curriculum in, in 2018 uh, we're going to continue to build on it so you're going to see some sessions that we've been piloting you know over the last uh, decade uh, or half decade you're going to see some brand new content that we're creating right now uh, you're going to see some some different models of, of delivery of the program uh, which largely has benefited from um, you know volunteers uh, not just Sigma news but but folks with deep and rich life experience that can come in and 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 lead sessions with the chapter but also some elements that are, are certainly appropriate and easier to facilitate you know student to student so peer-to-peer uh, -peer or perhaps slightly older peer uh, to, to younger peer. Uh, so those are things that are going to be coming. Uh, but as well, uh, you know, a, a big addition and investment in, you know, uh, training of our folks that deliver the program, right? So from the beginning, kind of the, the agreement or the setup here has been that the fraternity with a capital F, right, has created the program, they have maintained the program, they have updated, and then they teach the chapters how to go out and deliver the program. And, and then that local delivery does happen at the chapter level. So additional resources, uh, you know, we're going to have, uh, you know, a, a place where not only chairmen or committee members or lead advisors can go to uh, access the, the tools and the how to uh, deliver the program, but we're going to have a whole new set of resources for folks that are coming in to facilitate the program uh, included in that uh, you know we anticipate will be uh, a, a nice way for for volunteers to raise their hand and say hey I'm interested right like I would like to to work with the chapters and I have you know uh, an experience and I have you know a skill set or a background in doing this kind of, of facilitation and we'll have a way to connect our chapters to those folks whether they be uh, someone that you know can pop on over uh, to the chapter house and hold something you know in the dining room or someone that you know lives on the other coast of the country uh, that you know via some uh, video tech Technology will be able to come in, you know, beam into uh, to the chapter room uh, or to folks' individual devices uh, and and help them work through content. So excited about that! You know, a, a database of sorts uh, where we can connect, you know, folks, uh, you know, to the chapters to be able to uh, share their life experience, but particularly to share, um, you know, the content that we have have prepared. Awesome. So let's let's talk about then. Um kind of the like is the platform changing like are 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 the the students going to see um kind of a uh like like what are they going to have to adjust to in terms of uh accessing the content yeah i think one of the the, the biggest changes that we're going to see is um you know from the the outset of 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 the 2000s you know we have clustered sessions around year in school right and so if you talk to a chapter about hey have you done phase two they know that you're talking about the second year experience and the eight sessions that are part of that second year experience one of the the, the big 
updates that we're going to be making is is taking the entire library of lead content and, and right now that sits somewhere in the neighborhood of you know 75 sessions right and every one of those being tied to the 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 themes or the clusters around what lead stands for lead is an acronym as you guys know right leadership ethics achievement and development so in addition to certain sessions being specific to uh, your orientation to Sigma Nu in phase one or your third year in the chapter in phase three, every session will fall under one of those clusters, right? It will be uh, explicitly tied to leadership, helping our members have uh, a vision and, and a sense of direction and, and understanding, uh, you know, what skills uh, they need to build to get where they want to go. Or it'll be a session that is tied to ethics, right? How do you put love, honor, and truth into practice in every aspect of your life? Some sessions will have uh, a tie to achievement, so setting high expectations uh, or standards for excellence of your own uh, performance. Uh, and then the remainder of sessions will fall under what is the development bucket. So, you know, continued improvement of yourself or your chapter or others or the fraternity. And, and, and what that's going to allow us to do uh, in in the long run here is uh, essentially to be able to create a uh, an extracurricular or a co-curricular transcript you know every student uh, that uh, you know enrolls and, and completes coursework at a university gets a transcript from the registrar's office right and you go out and you graduate and you start applying for jobs or going to interviews and they say well let us see your transcript because the transcript is a, a, a common thing that we all know across a different higher education institutions or in the employment environment tells us what this person has experienced and at what level they have mastery of it. What we're going to be doing is creating what we'll call it a co-curricular transcript that will do uh, you know, similar things to translate your Sigma Nu experience. Not just your lead experience, but your Sigma Nu experience, right? So, hey, I took this um, you know, online uh, uh, educational course around um, hazing and mental health and sexual assault and, and alcohol use. Community EDU is, is the current program that the fraternity uses. You know, what does that mean and, and how did I do that? Or, hey, I visited the headquarters, right? What would I have experienced there? Or I went to call to chapters or down to here are all the positions that I held in the chapter, right? I was commander. And so what does that look like? On top of that, you know, tracking uh, and be able, being able to report your lead experience, um, you know, I did these sessions, you know, I completed phase one, or I completed phase two, or I have certified in, you know, ethics because I've taken a certain number of of, 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 I've participated in a certain number of experiences, gone to you know a specific number of lead sessions that are ethics-based to certify in that. And so what that will kind of punch out for the student members or the young alumnus will be um, not only that, that overview and look back of, wow, what are all the things I did in Sigma Nu, right? Cataloged in one place, but it will expand out to, um, you know, bullet point what did I learn when I went to this session? Or what did it look like? Uh, what kind of training did I receive at the College of Chapters, you know, as a part of my, you know, commander boot camp? Or, uh, you know, what does it mean to have a certificate in, you know, leadership? 
that they can take and literally, you know, copy and paste over into their resume or their LinkedIn profile or use as a way to talk about, you know, what they gained or what they were responsible for, or what they learned and experienced, you know, as a part of their membership. So I think that, you know, um, not only the, the phase-based approach, but but having this very clear tie to we're only focused on the things that are about leadership, ethics, achievement, and development, right? Not necessarily chasing the, the shiny new uh, cause du jour or topic of the semester, right? Uh, if it doesn't tie to our mission, you know, then, then it's not necessarily a part of, of the experience. So, you know, in terms of as a student, much will remain the same, right? Particularly as a participant, you know, if I'm in my first year, I'm doing I'm doing phase one, you know, between induction and initiation, and in my second year, I'm doing phase two, and, and kind of so on and so forth. And then as a chapter, we know we're coming together, you know, about monthly to do something as a whole chapter or all of the chapter. But within that, I'll have, you know, kind of my own journey uh, and opportunity to participate in other, you know, signature experiences. And that will all track against like I said, this co-curricular uh, transcript. I think, you know, the program that we have now, version 3.5, if you will, um, is one that um, certainly works, and we know that, and you can go back and listen to last year's episode to, to see how we know it works and how, you know, folks with elite experience are better off than those without it. Um, but, you know, it's not probably as clean and as easy as it could be for students. And so we want to create some consistency and some ease of, of repetition for the chapters. And so one of the ways that you do that is, you know, after phase one, your second, third, and fourth year experiences are consistent, right? They meet monthly. It's not, hey, uh, this, you know, the third year has seven experiences, but the fourth year has six experiences. Well, how many does the second year have? Oh, I think it's eight, right? You know, it will be consistent. Everything will be, you know, they'll be based on eights because roughly there are eight uh, months that we're in uh, school together or on campus together. So, so beyond your kind of weekly experience that you'll have as a candidate, you know, as uh, an initiate, you'll have a, a monthly experience. Within that as well, you know, we're going to have, like I say, this, we have this massive library of content. And so we're going to, you know, set out for the chapters, hey, in the second year, yes, you'll, you'll have kind of a monthly experience, eight times that you'll gather, eight sessions, specific content. But the fraternity is going to set up and say, hey, here are the four to six of those that are standard for that year, right? This is, these are the sessions within that. And as a chapter, based on, you know, the interest of that group of sophomores, say, for phase two, or what may be relevant in what we're facing. Hey, we need to build some skill here, uh, or this is uh, an issue area, a pain point that we can address. The chapter will then be able to pull from that larger library to fit in, hey, this is the, the other two or three sessions that we're going to do you know, for phase four. So a little more adaptability uh, at the chapter level, um, you know, uh, but still the fraternity you know, meeting its promise to you know, create the content and, and, and make a model that that, uh, they can replicate and, and use. That's awesome. I, I do just for our collegiate listeners uh, want to highlight w one thing that you said that I, that particularly excites me. And thinking back to my collegiate experience, is the uh, that that transcript, right? Like, I, I think this is a, a really big part of this because. Um, you know, I, I 
well, I guess my experience is unique because I uh, you know applied to work for the fraternity, and I think it's understood that I the you know what I learned through lead and whatnot. Um, but for for anyone applying to you know jobs in in really any other area, um, you know, I think. It lead gets kind of left behind in this like you know oh yeah we did lead and while well, i was in school but like you know the the employer doesn't want to hear about you know frat stuff you know um but like i think this this not that it needs to be legitimized but it gives that like you said it gives them the, the the tools to talk about the things that they learned um and to show empirically like yeah this is what i gained from this so that that is so huge and to have it um kind of packaged nicely for our collegiate uh, members as they transition into alumni and into their careers i think is uh, very very exciting so um you know, for our collegiate listeners i think that's a, a big takeaway here um scott any other curriculum or you know program based updates b- before we dive into the uh, the rollout plan so I think I mentioned earlier, you know, that LEAD is, is kind of a family of programs, right? All, all the things that we do in, in regard to uh, ethical leadership development, you know, has some basis in LEAD, right? So some of the content that we use at the College of Chapters is rooted in LEAD. Some of the stuff that we do at the Institute, you know, is rooted in LEAD. Our, our chapter support and the educational workshops that we do uh, through the consultant program, right? Those are, those are rooted in LEAD. We're going to have some other elements that, uh, you know, come online or are are existing now that are also rolling into that. Something that you saw happen uh, just before and then uh, expanded during the pandemic was the fraternity's commitment to uh, mental health programming, uh, primarily our Behind Happy Faces uh, program. That is a component of all chapter lead, right? Uh, So prior to 2018, you know, there were uh, three elements of of all chapter. Well, now there's there's four, and one of those is that mental health component. uh, you know very well, Adam, because you're working on it. But you know we're we're uh, going to be rolling out a new professional readiness uh, program, and so that will be you know part of the lead family, right? Those sessions and experiences will be in that larger lead library, and they'll also cluster up under the the lead acronym. Uh, and some of those sessions will be, you know, interlaced specifically year to year as a part of the core content of a phase. Uh, and, you know, for the, the sessions that the chapter chooses, you know, they can they can add those. But also individually, you know, you're going to be able to track, you know, maybe the chapter didn't do uh, PrEP, which is the professional readiness program. The way that that one is designed, though, it doesn't have to be uh, cohort-based, right? You can go as an individual student from your chapter and participate, you know, on your own or alongside, you know, virtually other uh, other students from other chapters. And so you'll still have that show up on your transcript. You'll still have a way to kind of uh, credential and, and complete, you know, that program and have a record of it. Uh, so, so there's going to be a little more like that. You know, something else that we have that, that came out um, that is is bundled into the LEAD program is our, our Sigma Nu Talks, right? And so we have kind of curated a series of uh, keynotes from live events that the fraternity has done, as well as relevant uh, TED Talks or other YouTube clips uh, that you know are a really easy way for any group of the chapter, not necessarily based on 
you know, age or you're in the chapter, maybe it's, you know, uh, something a committee chairman wants to lead for his new committee or an exec does, you know, as a part of their retreat, or uh, maybe it is something that a marshal brings into, you know, a weekly candidate program, uh, but that are around, you know, leadership and values and, and, and societal issues. You know, it's, you don't have to find a facilitator. You don't have to find uh, an expert because the video is the expert, right? You've got this, this TED talk, something that's 17 minutes or less that we can get the big payoff of you know the life experience and the lesson and then an easy way for us as students to kind of process and have a conversation about that and figure out ways to apply that uh, in our own life so there's going to be i think you're going to see some more of that um you know, uh, hopefully uh, here soon, you know, we're going to be also rolling out a new summer program uh, that also will fall under the lead uh, banner and umbrella uh, for folks that, you know, are kind of rising up uh, in their Sigma Nu experience uh, and, you know, looking to take on leadership roles, uh, but more of a leadership development program than something like the, the Institute College Chapters, which is more of an officer training program. So. Um, so Scott, you kind of just touched on, I think what will likely be our final question, you know, as we get into this idea of like with the timeline and, and rollout, but I'm sure, you know, for our listeners, they're getting excited here about the new changes. Um, can you just kind of, uh, talk about, um, what can people expect in terms of next steps? Like when are they likely to hear the next update? Um, you know, the advisors, you know, who are going to be assisting with, with, uh, um, the lead program, like when might they hear information? Um, what do you, are you expecting the timeline and rollout to look like knowing that, you know, Hey, there's a lot of work to be done. Uh, and so, you know, we have to give ourselves some grace to, to actually get that out the door. Um, but, uh, but what are you anticipating? Yeah, so we've been working on this for quite a while. Like I said, you know, we had been on a, a pattern of, of roughly every decade doing some kind of overhaul or redesign or uh, reinvestment and, and update of the program. And, you know, we were absolutely on track for that uh, around 2018. We brought together the, the lead advisory committee that I mentioned earlier to, to kind of um, – you know, uh, create a crystal ball for what, you know, membership development should look like for the 2020s. And uh, we were doing a good bit of work behind the scenes to conceive of how a co-curricular transcript would work and, and, and what delivery of the content would be. And, you know, we, we kind of had to put things uh, on the side for a little bit during the pandemic. Um, you know, to, to make sure that we were focused on, you know, continuity of operations for, for each chapter on support during that, you know, kind of uh, black swan once in a, you know, a generation or lifetime uh, type event. And so now that we have, you know, emerged from that period, the, the High Council has, has shifted their focus on, okay, what is the fraternity experience, you know, uh, going to look like, you know, for the next 10 years. And one of the things that they have set out is, you know, a recommitment to uh, this update of, of the lead program and, um, uh, you know, an expectation that that, that is going to happen throughout the course of, of 2024. Uh, and so we already did a, a very soft tease at the Grand Chapter uh, this summer. 
Uh, you're going to continue to see some information. This podcast episode obviously uh, is is one element of that. You know, perhaps you'll see something uh, in the Delta or other one-off communications as we lead up to a full kind of launch and unveil. Uh, and then it will absolutely be uh, a signature part of our communication and our training as we go into the next academic year and teaching uh, chapters and advisors, uh, you know, how to use the updated program. It'll be a centerpiece of our, our College of Chapters and Institute program uh, in, you know, early 2025. Uh, but in terms of kind of, you know, what is happening now and what has been happening, you know, we did make a significant update to the program in 2018. Okay. Uh, we, we did go through and update all of the materials and, and we made them, you know, hopefully easier to read and easier to use and, you know, updated content and links and activities and all of that. And, and what's happening now is, you know, going back back through and doing the same thing, right? Rewriting every session that we have. We've just uh, worked to uh, create 10 brand new sessions uh, over the past couple of months. Uh, and, you know, as we uh, get all of that laid out in the, in the new uh, style and we test some things, you know, we'll, we'll set ourselves up to be able to kind of roll things out in a, a logical sequence, uh, perhaps all at once uh, in the back half of, of 2024. Thanks, Scott. Uh, well, this has been an exciting conversation. I know, you know, as someone who is a, a lead chairman as an undergraduate member, um, I get really excited about changes to the lead program. It's a program that I was really excited about as an undergraduate and then just continue to see uh, a lot of excitement for that as a now staff member. But, um, you know, Scott, thank you so much for, for joining the podcast uh, and and kind of being able to, to start the process of getting you know, getting people prepared for its eventual launch. I think uh, folks will be really excited about it once it's in their hands. But in the meantime, you know, we just want to kind of give them the, the teasers and the spoilers until we can uh, get to that point. Um, I guess uh, any final thoughts or uh, Adam, any other questions before we transition to our closing plugs? No, uh, I'm I'm very excited. I think it, this is a it's, it's a neat thing. And like you said, there's been a lot of of change and uh, um, adaptations over the last uh, three years in particular, but uh, really the last five or ten. Um, just uh, and I think it's uh, it's awesome to see the fraternity continuing to just roll with it and provide this uh, this top tier, the best fraternity experience in North America. Absolutely. That's certainly the goal, right? Uh, and and exciting. You know, I don't want to overuse that word, but um, as somebody that's that's had the pleasure of, of getting to work on this for for so long, um, I can't wait uh, for folks to to be able to to try it out. Absolutely. Perfect. Well, as we bring the episode to the close, uh, our two-way close, we have uh, two items that we want to, to plug and make sure that are pe on people's radars. Uh, if you are listening consistently each week, you've, you've heard us talk about these in previous episodes. But uh, the first is uh, the upcoming deadline for staff applications, uh, specifically for our leadership consultant program. Uh, so on October 15th, that is our early decision deadline for uh, interested applicants to apply. Um, a typical employment cycle uh, looks like uh, applicants apply by October 15 for a June 1st hire, uh, 2024. Now, this year we are looking to uh, potentially fill out our, our staff, uh, staff roles uh, a little bit sooner. So if, if uh, recent graduates or, or fall 2023 graduates 
uh, are interested in starting in January, uh, opportunities are available for that as well. Um, we've talked about the Leadership Consultant Program uh, plenty on in previous episodes. Um, it's a great opportunity for, for young graduates to uh, have the opportunity to get some uh, professional development experience, but then also to be a part of a, a team that's doing good values-based work for the organization that they uh, had the, the chance to join. Um, and we, as the three of us on this podcast, can all speak very highly of it. Um, Scott, uh, obviously our Director of Leadership Development, who's in charge of our leadership consultants, uh, he will be the primary contact. So um, <laughs> having Scott on this episode, uh, if you have any questions, you can reach out to him directly at scott.smith at sigmanu.org. Uh, we also have all of our materials uh not only for this, but for everything else that we just talked about in the episode as well uh, in our show notes. So October 15, uh, if you are someone who is interested in applying, uh, we would encourage you to do so. Uh, if you know someone who would be a good fit for the fraternity, um, yeah, we would encourage you to share this information with them so that they apply as well. Adam. It, and if, oh, sorry. And if you're listening, sorry to jump in, but if you're listening no, to this on October 16, or 17, or January 15, right? We are always hiring. We're always mm-hmm. looking for great people, okay? And so uh, if you are about to graduate, or you've got a couple years to graduate, or you have graduated in the past couple years, and you think this is something of interest and you want to learn more, you know, check us out at org backslash employment, or reach out to a staff member. Uh, but we accept those applications on a rolling basis. Yes, October 15 is our fall target. Yes, March 1 is our spring target. Um, uh, but, you know, we want to get good people uh, onto this team. And so I don't want, uh, if you happen to be listening to this a few days after it comes out, uh, for that to, to keep you from uh, from picking up the phone or thinking about, hmm, maybe what would it be like to work for the fraternity? Yeah, great clarification. Thanks, Scott. Um, Adam, want to close us out with your final announcement? Yes. Uh, so a, a more timely uh, <laughs> um, plug, but uh, the day of giving for 2023 is going to be on October 18th. Uh, so we will be uh, doing kind of a national push to um, you know, support the Educational Foundation. Um, this year, big focus is on the headquarters property. Our Spears family, Epsilon Epsilon Center for Excellence, uh, was completed this last year and uh, uh, really pushing to um, you know, f- fl- f- uh, finish that off and to uh, really um, get some excellent equipment in there and uh, make it the uh, the best pilgrimage experience that we can. Um, so uh, please, uh, if you're listening to this on uh, October 18th or before uh, this year, uh, please keep in mind that the Day of Giving is going to be happening uh, so you can find more information in the uh, link in the episode notes. Um, all right. And I think that is it. Um, Scott, thank you so much again for joining us uh, and, and talking about the LEAD program. We're all very excited. Christopher, thanks for co-hosting as, as usual. Um, uh, always a pleasure. Uh, and uh, for our listeners, thank you for listening so much. Um, and uh, so if you enjoy the show, best thing you can do is share it with a brother. Um, you know, Share this episode with your chapter's lead chairman, uh, with your chapter advisor, with uh, a chapter commander, or uh, just a brother you think might uh, get a kick out of it. So um, thank you all for listening, and we'll talk to you next month. Who am I, sir, a fraternity man am I? A sigma, a new sir, and will be until I die. I'm rickety-hoop-dee-doo, what's the matter with Sigma-Doo? Hallelujah, Terrica, who all together for Sigma-Doo? Hey!